new video boards, and a practice facility. Yes! BYU head coach Dave Rose will join us live in studio after one of his greatest weeks ever. Plus, behind the scenes of the renovation with senior associate athletics director Brian Santiago and BYU baseball coach Mike Littlewood. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Holler! BYU Sports Nation Live and Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Wednesday, February 11th. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. My name is Spencer Linton, teamed up with a guy who's going to swing from the chandelier, Jerem Jordan. I just discovered that song by, is it Sia? Sia? I don't even know how to say it. I love that song. It's amazing. I watched the Grammys and I was like, this is an amazing song. Now I got to find a chandelier. After yesterday, you really do feel like swinging from a chandelier. Uh, Yeah. Practice facility. What up? Renovations in the Merritt Center. This is amazing. It was great. We we showed up uh, right before the press conference started, as we always do. We're a very timely bunch. And uh, we, the first, it's like sacrament meeting. The first row was wide open. Um, so we sat really close to the podium and had a great view for that. It was an intense mood. Uh, I mean, bi- big time announcement. Packed. Yeah, it was great. Both basketball teams were in the back. Tons of media, families, friends. It was great. It was a great day for BYU hoops. It's been a great week for BYU. It, it feels like forever ago since signing day, right? It's been a week. That's it. What a week it has been. My goodness. The conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Start it off with the Twitter question. Who benefits most from the Marriott Center upgrades and annex? BYU players, fans, Dave Rose, other. Use the hashtag BYUSN. My personal um, opinion of this is that we, you and I, benefit the most because we're going to play some mad pickup and get buckets. Uncle Drew's going to show up <laughs> in the Marriott Center Annex. We already uh, throw the baseball around on Dave Rose's lawn at the Marriott that's Center. That's a real thing. And it's we're un- waiting for him to say, get off my lawn. Now we're going to just try and work our way into some pickup basketball, uh, essentially in his second home now. I fear that by bringing this up too much, we'll actually eliminate the possibility that we won't be able to go in there ever <laughs> for any reason. We'll have to talk some kind, to Dave some about kind of that athletic restraining order. in about 12, 13 minutes. Maybe we can get the official invitation or rejection for that matter. Yeah, maybe we won't ask. <laughs> we, uh, at Kev Farns uh, produced an incredible nickname um, for the Marriott Center Annex. We'll tell you in a minute. At uh, Crazy Cook Fanatic, good for players like Tyler Haas to no longer be questioned about not having a wristband when trying to practice. Oh, my goodness. Here's the issue. Tyler Haas will not benefit from this as much as he would if had it been built a couple years ago. But, and I'll, I'll mention this in a moment, related to the timing. I've been frustrated this hasn't happened earlier. Yesterday, that all went away. As I looked at the images and that was discussed, I thought, you know what? This is the perfect time. And it takes time and it takes funds. And the way BYU does things is unique. And it was a tremendous day for BYU Athletics. And the timing associated with this is fast. It's going to be great. Man, it's supposed to be completed in 18 months. Everything. All of it. Everything. I mean, by August. In 18 months. The Marriott Center. Here are the rest wow. of your BYU Sports Nation headlines. What else is going on today? As if there were anything else. <laughs> BYU basketball signee Zach Selyus. Dude. 
tearing it up on the high school court. 35 points last night for Bountiful High School. Okay, he became the career leader at Bountiful High. 27 a game right now, 30-plus seven times. No one's talking about this guy. He will play next year for BYU, then go on his two-year LDS Mormon mission trip. <laughs> he is a baller, and no one's talking about Six-foot-eight shooter. Congrats to him for setting the school record. He can, he can ball. Zach Selyus. His older sister, Nancy, played at BYU when we were at the Y. Also a shooter. Yeah, yeah, Nancy could play. Leah Garner takes first place at the Gold Rush Golf Tournament, shooting even par. BYU finishes third as a team. Shout out to Leah. And speaking of shouting, rise and shout. I know y'all feel like it today. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. It's fun to play at the Y. Wait for it. MCA, BYU basketball getting a practice facility, which will (laughs) formerly be called the Marriott Center Annex. That's right. As Kev Farns pointed out shortly after the announcement yesterday. Fantastic. It will be the Wise MCA. The The YMCA. BYU's building a YMCA. (laughs) It's awesome. I I asked uh, Vice President uh, Matthew Richardson, as well as Senior Associate Athletic Director Brian Santiago, who will join us as well. I said, can we call it the BYU Broadcasting Annex? I really feel like that would be the name. And they're like, ah, no. Maybe BYUB2. <laughs> BYUB2 was suggested. <laughs> BYU basketball. I mean, it's, it's just we're in a good mood for a, very, for a number of reasons. Okay, Getting a practice facility is a major announcement. Yes. I've been calling this for a while. Because it shows we are going to do whatever it takes to keep up with the rest of the elite in college basketball. This is generally not a place <clears throat> that goes by the same standard as the world, which is, uh, oh, let, you remember the whole Big East thing? Uh, go to the Big East. No. Knee-jerk, react! No, ah! no. BYU raised all the funds, was very calculated, and uh, is ready to do this, and so now they announced it. I've wanted it for a couple years. They had not raised the funds. Guess what? BYU didn't take out this big loan and build and then try and pay it off later. They raised all the funds privately, which is unbelievable, and the investment that those people made in this. Yeah, not, those people had to take a chance. Like, I'm, we're giving you our money in hopes that this develops. Like, comes, comes not, not like we'll fruition. give you money later. We'll give you money now. now. Like, have the money now. That's crazy. And the $5 that I gave towards this, it, no, I didn't give anything. I wasn't asked. And former players contributed. This is tremendous. Not to mention the Marriott Center lower bowl, all yeah. padded, blue seats, and video boards, which, by the way, are going to be fantastic. This, this is a big deal for BYU. They are a national player with facilities after this renovation. Let's go over some of the highlights of the official upgrades that were announced about the Marriott Center as far as expansion goes I feel like yesterday. we're going to see video, and okay. then in the first quarter. Lower bowl renovations, including new, wider, blue, cushioned seats. Woo! More leg room, which I got. A, I saw a ton of Twitter response to, like, yes, leg room. Okay, is that is that a thing in like LDS built facilities? Leg room? That's new to me. Capacity down to nineteen thousand, but who cares? I said on the front row, the back. The experience the will be awesome, and there will be yeah. four new video boards that will be LED. Full of brightness and awesomeness. You can see replays. <laughs> Full of bright, non, bright things. Non-pixelated replays. Eric Mika dunking. I was hoping in the uh, artist renditions, if you haven't seen these, these are nice. We're showing these on BYU TV. We'll shoot these out. I was hoping that they would have on the video board 
future players dunking on Utah and Gonzaga. That's what I was hoping for. Instead, instead went like, I, it was an, there's an Iowa State picture. Kyle Collinsworth is on the uh, video board. But, the, yeah, the video boards, that's a big deal. I mean, BYU's um, kind of had outdated ones for a little while. This would be awesome, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. The four Marriott Center video boards will be 24 by 18 feet. What are you doing with your arms? This is new. I was gone two new. days, and all of a sudden, it's like the whole show. No, I'm just, <laughs> we're fired up today, man. Four twenty-four by eighteen um, boards, awesome. There would be underbelly boards as well, meaning uh, I don't know if you've been to Energy Solutions Arena. They have this as well in it's Salt Lake City. It's throughout the country, uh, where the people close to the court can see it. Also, they're going to move this to the center. It's not actually centered. Some people right now are like, it's not actually centered. <laughs> Next time you go, look at <laughs> so, it, and you go. What why, the heck? Why is it not centered? Yeah. I so, don't know. So they're, ma- I mean, they're making all the right decisions. By the way, they're also going to flip the court. As you recall, I believe two seasons ago, they flipped it and made it reverse. Maybe three. This will go back to that. The Rock will continue to be the second half visiting area. I believe they're on the east side now. We'll, uh, we'll clarify all those details coming up with Dave Rose and Associate Athletic Director Brian Santiago. I'm just really excited about what happened. I think that there's an arms race in college uh, athletics and that BYU in basketball made a move to stay competitive and nationally relevant with that. It's important. It really is. It's not all about just the product on the court. There are other things around that that you have to do, and BYU did it. The Marriott Center Annex will be built on the east side of the Marriott Center in between BYU Broadcasting and where the current arena stands. In between... Uh, sorry, this has been a major effort by so many people. And Dave Rowe spent a good deal of time talking about that yesterday, about just what kind of a project this was and what kind of things went into it over such a long amount of time. And I sat in front of so many people, Brian and I and Chad, and, and asked people to try and catch the vision of helping our student-athletes. I'll always treasure those times and the people that looked at us kind of funny and rolled their eyes and then the people who jumped said, I'm in. So we're here. We're to a point where not only we're going to announce it, but we'll put a shovel in the ground. And um, I'm just really excited for uh, our players and look forward to what's next here for BYU basketball. Dave Rose had to take on the role of a salesman to make this happen. He's a recruiter. He knows how to sell. Clearly, because it's happening now. Okay, and so... It, <sighs> You think about everything that a head coach has to, to go through in terms of, of recruiting and actually coaching his team, getting to the NCAA oh, yeah, that, tournament. Oh, yeah, that thing, too. And then you throw in everything that had to go into this project as well. Like and that, it's been, that's a ton on his plate. Oh, by the way, he beat years. cancer twice. Yeah, to, to me, this is this, the second um, or third. and It's in the top three defining things in the Dave Rose era. One, I would say uh, Jimmer in the Sweet 16 in no particular order. Two, beating cancer twice. Amazing. And then three, getting this done. Marriott Center Renovations and the YMCA, as we'll call it. <laughs> you, on, ca- on campus, it's, 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 you have to have nicknames. The, the RB, the Wilk, the Swicket. You could call it the Annex, but it's just not as no, fun because no, no. it's the Marriott Center Annex. And I think it's people, BYU. People call it the MCA. I wonder if the YMCA will catch. Well, that's Dave Rose what he thinks. Yeah. Meanwhile, he has a game to prepare for with St. Mary's, uh, a huge game tomorrow. Yeah, the I think, Brad because, I think because of in. all of this and the triple-double record that Kyle Collins were set on Saturday and the gravity of this game, there's going to be... 250 wins the, for him. There's going to be some serious excitement tomorrow when BYU plays St. Mary's. I think so. We're going to go in there and go, 
Man, look at all this old stuff. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I, <laughs> I want to go back to something that you pointed out that we've talked about at length, and that is BYU is unique in that they do things very differently. This frustrates people sometimes. But I'm telling you, it's this a, seems like a sound business model. Sometimes it's a slow-moving beast, but you know what? All their ducks are in a row. This building is evidence of that. I mean, I, I worked here when we were at the KBYU Media Center. What is that? The KMC? It was like in Springville almost. And we split among three buildings. It was an old warehouse. Now we have this epic, awesome building, uh, state-of-the-art, fantastic. When, when it happens, when you raise the money, when BYU makes the move, it's calculated, it's state-of-the-art, and it's funded. Yeah, that, it's, is, that is a sound business model to me. Yeah, it's not like it's, oh, it's going to be done in five years either. It's like, no, we've got all the permits. We've talked to the in contractors. The next year and a half, everything's done. lined up. It's all going to be done by September of 2016. The Marriott Center itself with the video boards and the seats will be done by August of They'll this start year. start in May. Of, we're going to do that in three months. Listen, okay. if I'm a recruit and I'm considering BYU. Hey, you can come and play big, with all of this. This is big time. This is big time. And another thing that I really liked about the YMCA at Kemp's, Kemp Farns says, thanks for the shout out on air today. Hashtag YMCA. You're welcome. Is that there will be an area that is Hall of Honor that can honor the legacy of BYU men and women basketball, by the way, in this facility, as well as alumni have an area where they can come back and improve their game as well. I love that. Charles Abuo, Jimmer Fredette, these guys that are playing overseas can come back. Brandon Davies, uh, come come back, work on the game. Awesome. 38,000 square feet. Two courts. That's pretty big. Okay, it's going to be very nice. Our Twitter courts. question today, who benefits the most from the Marriott Center upgrades and annex? BYU players, fans, or Dave Rose? Let's or go us. to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. At Zojo Bryan. All of the above and the possible BYU recruits, which goes back to what we were just talking about. Everybody benefits from this. Who benefits the most? I don't know. That's a good question. What do you think? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we ask those questions a lot, and I always say yes. Up next, Dave Rose joins us in studio. BYU Sports Station, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can always join us using the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up tomorrow night, huge game in the Marriott Center. BYU and St. Mary's, 9 Eastern Time. Listen to it on BYU Radio. Watch it on ESPN2. Our Twitter question today, who benefits the most from the announcement of the Marriott Center upgrades and annex? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Send in your responses. You know, one guy that's uh, enjoying himself right now, and that is BYU basketball head coach Dave Rose, who now joins us in studio. Coach, I mean, you hit 250 wins. Kyle Collinsworth sets the single-season triple-double record. You get a five-year contract, Marriott Center upgrades, and you're going to beat St. Mary's tomorrow, so this is the best week ever, right? Well, that's the most important thing, I can promise you. (laughs) The other things have been nice, but uh, what we've got on our plate here for Thursday night is a real challenge. This this Brad Waldo is... uh, He's an amazing player, and the more you watch, uh, one of the most unique players in the NCAA across the country as far as how successful he is at what he does. And he only does a few things, but he is just really – it's really hard to take it away. So that's what we'll have to – that's our challenge tomorrow. How long have the facility uh, renovations and upgrades been in the works? Uh, Well, I think that the upgrades to the Marriott Center is is a separate project, and I haven't really had a lot to do with that. I I know that – when they came and told me a few years ago they were going to shut down the Marriott Center for the whole summer and put the the blue seats uh, on that north side, 
that that was a little bit tough for us because then we had to find a new place for the summer for our guys. Um, but once they were installed and once we saw and felt, you know, what it was going to be like, uh, it was pretty quick when they said, well, the, the, we're going to finish the lower bowl. And uh, the scoreboard, I've known for a year or two that uh, we're going to get a new video screen up top. And so, uh, but the uh, the annex project has been uh, probably for me, something that I knew would be a reality here eventually, probably four years. We've talked wow. about it before that, but uh, President Samuelson and I had a long conversation um, probably about three and a half, four years ago that uh, this is what uh, we need, this is what needs to happen. He agreed, and then he kind of set out a plan for the way it could happen, but it's been a long time coming, that's for sure. Will you have to hang out in the RB a lot this summer? Is that the plan again? Yeah, I think that uh, you Richard's know, our, our, our camps um, this summer, uh, I think we're going to put some, some courts in the IPF. Uh, I, uh, hopefully we can do that. We did that a few years ago uh, down on the, uh, the south end. Um, but uh, we'll be able to run everything this summer and, and, and do uh, uh, what we need to do because we have data points for that. We've done it before when they shut it down a few years ago for the, but this will be quite a, I remember the time crunch years ago for just that side. And now we're doing both ends and the other side. (laughs) And I think they want to do it between graduations where they try to get the, uh, at least that was how they did it last time. Uh, you have spring graduation, and then you have the summer graduation. Like May to August? Yeah. Is that the timeline? So it's uh, Three months. Get it's, all that done. It's pretty quick, yeah. Hey, you might as well. You know, honestly, when I saw you make the announcement yesterday and, and I looked at your wife, Cheryl, and I talked to her a little bit after, I'm just happy for your stress levels for, for, <laughs> for both of you. Well, there's a lot of, you know, happiness and joy and all those kind of things, but there's also a lot of relief in this announcement, just the, the fact that uh, – not only the fact that we need it and these players need it, but uh, the speculation with the, the people that are committed to our program. I mean, when is it going to happen? And uh, because I have believed for four years that this is going to happen. And every year, you know, especially Jay Drew, Jay Drew seems to be the one that wants to ask me every year, three or four times, you know, when's it going to happen? How's it coming? What's going along? And there's nothing to be said until it's to be announced. And the process is interesting. And someday when, Somebody feels, you know, like they want to explain the process. Uh, the one thing that I do know that you couldn't just get the money committed. The money had to actually be, you know, in the bank. And that was a lot of faith by a lot of people. And, BYU uh, does it differently. Yeah. And so but well, the one thing good, it's announced, and everybody can rest assured that there, there's still a few things that we need to do, but uh, you can rest assured that uh, this thing, when it's built, it'll be paid for. So that's amazing. And that's that's really unique. What went into the timing of announcing this now? Um, That would probably be my fault. okay? (laughs) (laughs) because I've been trying to get this announced for uh, a long time. It obviously had to be approved by the Board of Trustees. But once it was approved uh, by the Board of Trustees, I was, you know, in a position to where let's let people know that this is going to happen. It's it's going to happen. And then. Uh, the architectures and or the architect and the, the 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 people here on campus that are they wanted it to be uh, prepared like we had, like it was yesterday where we had drawings we had uh, and, and then the other the other part of it was the the, the Marriott Center uh, renovation and about two months ago they they kind of told me that we're going to kind of bring these projects together and so it'll take a little bit more time to make this announcement. Um, 
but I've been kind of sitting on pins and needles for three or four months. Understandably to so. So yeah. you wanted to announce this before the season? Uh, at, at one time, I thought that that might be a time frame that we could actually work under. And, uh, and, and, and if you look at it that way, it's not really that big deal. We're only talking about 12 or 13 weeks. But they've been a pretty long 12 or 13 weeks. <laughs> and it's a recruiting pitch before November. Yeah. You want yeah. to get that and, up. And, and, and we, we're involved with a, you know, a lot of guys that visit places, especially this time of year. You think recruiting is dead, but a lot of these players take unofficial visits, especially when their high school games are on Thursday or Friday. They'll take a Saturday and, and go visit college campuses. And, and uh, you want them to know what you've got in store. And, and I think that uh, yesterday was a good day for – a lot of these uh, players that we're recruiting just to see what's going to be here uh, if they decide that they want to come. What kind of direct interaction did you have with uh, former players and uh, acquaintances that have been involved with the BYU basketball program once the news was made official? Uh, I've had a lot of phone calls, a lot of texts. Uh, it's, it's, it's great to just to be able to, you know, to reconnect with guys. Craig Cusick came to my office yesterday, Logan Magnuson. I, I've got, you know, a lot of uh, uh, texts just from former guys. Garner Meads, the guy that, uh, you know, was so happy for the news. And, you know, he's moved back to Utah now. And so th- those are the kind of the fun parts of an announcement like that. Um, I think that uh, former coaches – that have coached here and know how passionate that we've been for this. Um, you know, coach, coach Wardenberg and coach Rice are your guys and Walter Rowe. those are guys that are uh, all really happy for um, the announcement because that has all been the time that we were together. We talked about this a lot and how it was going to happen, how we could make it happen. My interaction during this process uh, was to connect with a lot of players, uh, former players to help us raise money. And some of them were, you know, capable of actually writing checks for us. Other guys were putting us in touch with guys that they knew that might be interested. And uh, that whole process, you know, Chad Lewis and Brian Santiago and Tom, I mean, they they were just really, really supportive in our uh, kind of our plan. And and some people really stepped up and now we're going to get it done. So one person on uh, Twitter at Kev Farns said, it's the Y, and it's going to be the MCA. YMCA? Is that an option yeah. for the name? Yeah, I probably probably would not think that it would be an option. But, uh, <laughs> but you I know, mean, for but, the nickname. But one people. thing about every building on campus, there's a there's nickname a for yeah. every yeah. every yeah. building on campus, and students will probably really jump on something like that because they will like it to uh, to have a ring to it because some of these. You just have to fit it in to, you know. Swick it. Just swick it. You know, Spencer the, W. Kimmel Tower. Yeah. That's what, what is that? But the, but the, the YMCA, I think would, everyone would associate that with, uh, with some hoops. type of, uh, you know, basketball or, you know, physical activity anyways. It's fun to play at the YMCA. Okay. It, it fits. All right. Who got the better coach's office space, you or Jeff Judkins? Um, there'll be it, it, the, the the office suite area is almost exactly the same. It's identical, just like the locker room areas and lounge areas. Um, the guys that are really going to – our strength and conditioning coach is, uh, you know, for men's and women's, we'll, we'll have a great area and facility and office space. Uh, the uh, training facility is first class and will be um, – but but this will be nice because our office is on the second floor, and we'll look out onto the floor, and uh, that that that'll be something that is just pretty impressive, and yeah. and then something that, you know, can remind you every minute of every day, uh, what we're doing instead of uh, you know, 
I'm not going to have a window in my office that faces outside, which I always wanted to have because I, I never know when it's snowing, you know. But uh, <laughs> right now you are buried. I'm buried in there, and we'll be buried in this one. But at least I'll have the whole space of uh, the facility out there to, uh, and, and you know, th- there'll be a lot of satisfaction just knowing that, um, you know, we uh, we're able to, to, to get this done because it's been quite a project. What went into the decision um, to do, I guess, you have one full court and then is it two halves? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, and, and you know, I don't really know how much I'm allowed to say, but there's a space res- re- restriction there. Mm-hmm. That's why we looked at so many different places on campus. At one time, we've, ta- we've talked about four different wow. spaces to locate this, okay? Mm-hmm. And this has always been my number one choice uh, in a tough thing. There's so many uh, – logistics about putting it there and digging down and all the things that are under the road and how to, you know, the cost and just so many uh, logistical things. But that's where I thought it would be the very best for our players uh, located right there. And, and when we got to the point, okay, let's, let's look at this space. What can we actually fit in this space uh, because of the parameters on campus? That's what we came up with. That would be more of a court uh, and, a half, uh, maybe three quarters, uh, and then we used the space by putting the main court in the middle and then having space on each side. Mm-hmm. Um, but the beautiful thing about it is an annex, and we don't lose the Marriott Center floor. Right. So we basically have two floors and this extra space, and the times that we're out of the Marriott Center, it'll be interesting to, to work with the two programs. But a lot less interesting than it's been the last 10 years. <laughs> Nobody's going to be bothering Tyler Haas about yeah. whether he has a wristband yeah. in the RB, if yeah. he can shoot, you know. You know, Mark Bigelow, one of my favorite players to ever play here, he sent out a, a tweet yesterday that said, uh, now the, 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 I'm so happy for the, 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 the players, the current players and the, you know, the players that are coming, the future players. That they won't have to put up with the RB Guardians, <laughs> which I thought I thought was very it was very nice. You know? yeah. It's amazing that that happened to Tyler Oz. That's yeah. a conversation for another. Did someone tell you about that tweet, or are you secretly on Twitter? Coach? Um, no, uh, I was I was whatever they do, they forward it to me. Yeah, on okay, my, yeah. On my, uh, because you told us you're never going to get I, on Twitter ever. Well, you know what? I'm thinking now that uh, you know what? Maybe there's what? an option. Maybe 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 is it you breaking? Know, no, 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 no. I I need to study it. Okay, that's what I've actually told my coaches I'll, I'll do. I'll actually I'll look into seeing exactly how limited you could be involved in in it because I. The fact that everyone can know everything about me, that, that's not good. But pe- no one only know as much as you. But people know. have told me that I can kind of monitor you that. So maybe I'll actually yeah. look into it. Your son, your son Garrett yeah. is a pretty good tweeter. And Garrett is my guy. Garrett always, you know, he lets me know if stuff's going on out there. And then obviously Tim Lacombe, he watches all the, the player stuff and lets me know what's going on in that area. And uh, But I, I still haven't found the part of me that is going to change where – I don't want people knowing what I'm doing, you know, and when you're on there, then you kind of, uh, you, you lose that control. It doesn't have to be Pinterest or Instagram. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Haas, we just found out, announced as one of the uh, top 20 Wooden Award uh, finalists. This has been a crazy year in terms of individual stars with Kyle setting the triple-double record, and then Tyler is most likely going to become the, the leading scorer all-time in program history. Yeah, and I, and I think that uh, – you know the, these records that these guys are all involved in are. Um, it, it's interesting because the, the the way our team has kind of formed this year, we've put so much um, emphasis and responsibility on those guys. And 
you know, they're and and so it 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 in in some ways uh, maybe it's a, it's a it's a little unfair, but uh, in other ways they've just really stepped up and, and answered the bell. And um, you know, when you when you look at, at at Tyler's ability to to go out and score every night when everyone knows he's our number one option, everyone knows the plays we run for him, everyone knows how we get it and how he does it, and then he still does it. It's it's very similar to Brad Waldo. I mean, Tyler, I think his game's uh, a, lot, a lot more diverse than Brad's, but but you know what that kid's going to do, and he still does it, and that's what's so impressive about Ty. Coach, we wish you congratulations on your five-year contract extension as well. The upgrades, Jeremy and I are hoping that maybe we can work out an agreement where if we come like sweep the floor or something <laughs> when the annex is done, Mondays at eleven, maybe we can, get in, there, we can get in there late now. Well, hey, this this will be really close, you know. I, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And you know, when I was involved with a lot of the design, and and I didn't have any input, I just listened to all the guys talking about it. It was really interesting to see how they were going to make that tie into both these buildings, the Marriott Center that was built in 71 or 70 mm-hmm. and the broadcast building that was built in, you know, 2000s, <laughs> and you're going to make it match. And when you saw the drawings, I think it's, it's an absolutely beautiful building and it's going to fit perfectly. And, and it, ta- it will take a little bit of your, uh, your baseball throwing, uh, you know, when you guys we play catch every day. still cool to play on your lawn? But you, you, you might be able to come inside every once in a while. And <laughs> if it's snowing play, outside. Play in the gym. We you know? appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, great to have you with us, and uh, good luck against St. Mary's tomorrow. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. The Marriott Center makeover is just getting underway. Really exciting stuff up next. Brian Santiago joins us live. The Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or at BYUsportsNation.com. And coming up Friday night, gymnastics versus Southern Utah. You can watch it on BYU TV. It's at 9 Eastern time. Spencer Linton on the call as well as Megan Dunningham. Yeah, ladies looking for a big performance out that regional qualifying score. Big news all over campus. I mean, and it goes back to last week, National Signing Day. Kyle Collins with record. Dave Rowe signs a new contract. 250th Center win. Upgrades. Dave gets a 250th win. The practice facility announced. And a guy who can take us behind the scenes of pretty much all of that is Brian Santiago. And I want to point out that Brian came in studio. And he listen, he gets it, man. He's we, an associate athletic director. So he's, he's, got, he's coming from a meeting. He's got a tie on. And we said, hey, you're breaking our up. no tie rule. Like Classic. five seconds before we come on there. And he's like, rips it off and says, let's go. <laughs> I like that, man. Quick to action. Welcome to the show. Those two words, let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> let's talk about, uh, we'll start with the most recent news of the, the Marriott Center upgrades and, and the annex. Dave Rose just told us this was a four-year project. Can anybody fathom, besides you and the people that actually go through this, how many details went into this thing? Yeah, you know, it's not as complicated as you might think. I think it's part of the beauty of BYU and, and the church and the way the church operates. You know, one of the beautiful things about BYU's campus and the church is that they, we don't build buildings that aren't funded. And uh, so when you talk about a four-year process, it's not necessarily four years of sitting in a room going through magical details <laughs> of what is going to go into this building. What it is is uh, beating the path and finding uh, BYU faithful that want to help and that are willing to put uh, money in the bank to help us fund the project. And so that's that's the four-year project. And then uh, you add into that all the process of planning 
of putting together the plan, working with the architecture firm. Those are the things that carry it out to four years. But yeah, four years is a long time uh, to wait for something this important. How many different donors were involved in funding the annex? Jaron, that's a good question. There were about 30 to 40. Mm. And what we're really excited about is there were some major donors that came to the table. There were other donors that came at critical times when we needed to kind of take that extra step. And the thing that we're really excited about is we had former athletes, former basketball players come to the table and say this program's really important to us and we want to put some money in awesome. to help this this facility be built. Associate Senior Associate Athletics Director Brian Santiago with us on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, when you when did you finally get the green light? When when was it all announced like okay, this is really going to happen? Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? The the uh you know, it's it's kind of funny that you say that because all the time when there's something this important that uh, has to fit within the university plan. Uh, details usually go down uh, to the last minute. And so although we were prepared and, and we've spent a lot of time and energy uh, to coordinate the Marriott Center renovation along with the scoreboards, the Marriott Center annex, Coach Rose's contract, to put it all together into a press conference to make an announcement like that, at BYU, you have to make sure that everything is covered and that all your I's are dotted, your T's are crossed. And, and it was a collaborative effort with the university. And uh, that's what it's most exciting is everybody came together to make sure that all pieces were in place. And, yeah, I think final approvals and final details were, were confirmed on Monday. But as everybody knows, everything was in place. We just had to kind of finish, finish all the details. What was the best and most challenging uh, part of this process? I think the best part of the process was seeing so many people come to the table and the conversations that were had over the last four years, working closely with coach, with campus, with physical facilities, with university administration, working with all the parties to a collaborative effort to put into place a building that fits between three kind of historic buildings in their own right on campus. This BYU Broadcast Building is a beautiful building and a showcase for this campus. It's very visible to the world and very important not only to BYU but to the church. Uh, the Marriott Center, which has its own history. The Montebean Museum. Which is brand new. Which is kind of brand renovated. new and just be renovated. But trying to fit a basketball practice facility in the middle of those three structures it's a challenge. And so when you look at all the renderings, it, when, it, when it finally came together and we're sitting in a room and they put the Rossetti, who's a great architectural firm out of Detroit, when they finally put these plans in front of us, it was one of those moments of, yes, it fits. It, it, it ties in the three buildings together. If you look closely, I don't know how into architecture people are, but if you look closely, the lines even attach, the, the height of the windows, the square on the one side matching the square of the broadcast building, the curved corner on the Marriott Center side, the lines of the doors match the lines of the windows. So the architecture is beautiful. It fits. It kind of looks like it belongs. The concern was all along, guys, is if you put a building there that sticks out like a sore thumb, now you got an issue, right? Because you don't want to take away from the beauty of this 
broadcast building. You don't want to take away from the Marriott Center. You certainly don't want to take away from the natural path of students walking through every day going, what is, what is that? No one really walks through there anyway. I'm okay with that street going away, honestly. I think that it's okay. Were there problems with, hey, we're going to get rid of a street? No, because uh, the plan was very clear that we needed to keep a courtyard and a thorough way a for the walk, students walk a walkway okay. so as you as spencer you look, goes on his walks he needs that spencer sidewalk. as you go on your walk you'll notice that this was carefully thought out and that there are paths on both sides of the building that allow the students to go to and from well the renderings are are incredible and it's just really exciting to look at that i want to know how many different buildings and facilities you looked at and had to tour before you kind of formulated what it was you wanted inside well we mentioned it yesterday one of the things we wanted to do is have our own BYU feel and look. What you don't want to do is go try to match a bunch of different buildings. But, man, we had some great opportunities to go through some phenomenal facilities and capture ideas and imagination and vision from these different facilities and then try to put them into a BYU practice facility that's going to match what BYU needs. But we went and took a tour. We went to Stanford. We went to Arizona. We went to Arizona State. We went to Oregon. Through some of our natural travels, we've seen probably 10 or 12 other facilities. When we were in the NCAA tournament back in Louisville, we were able to see their two practice facilities, <laughs> plus a third one that was going. We saw Ohio, that was a long time ago. We, we saw Ohio State's practice facility that was phenomenal but wasn't serving the need, so they were building an additional practice facility. So they had a, a massive facility, and then they built another. Uh, Penn State, we really, TCU, we got to see Texas. When we were down for the Texas football game, uh, right after Jimmer's last year, when we were kind of looking into this, uh, we went and toured Texas's practice facility, and Jimmer played with some of the guys over there that day. But it was, it was kind of capturing the imagination of a lot of different facilities and trying to put it into what's the perfect facility for BYU. So what screams BYU about the uh, Marriott Center Annex? Well, the, the thing that I'm most excited about that hopefully people can see on the screen is the welcome. When you see that Hall of Honor, it's impactful. That's the entrance? It, that's the entrance. Nice. The entrance to the building will be the Hall of Honor. It, 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 it kind of invokes an emotion. When you see it, you kind of see and feel the history of BYU basketball, which is pretty legit uh, when you start talking about the great players, the great teams on the men's and women's side. And that's an important factor here is we wanted to make sure that this was a great facility for the men and women's program. The women are coming off a Sweet 16 appearance and have done a great job, and we want this to kind of showcase the history and then also the future. And so that entrance and that feel is number one. And then the court. Uh, you know, I, as a basketball player, you that's where you sweat. That's where you bleed. That's where you leave it all out there. And the court's going to be fantastic. Having a replica of the Marriott Center floor with shooting – uh, sites on the ends it really it really lends itself to having a place it's the number one question that we get asked by every recruit where am I going to work out where am I going to better my game where am I going to be able to get myself to a point where I can chase my dreams and now it's becoming a reality we're going to say right here we look forward to that, and the apparently it's going to take three months to upgrade the Marriott Center with video boards and all blue lower seating. Uh, really, it's it's going to be a fantastic basketball experience uh, for anybody that does in or near the Marriott Center. Yeah, those those upgrades to the Marriott Center are going to add a lot uh, to the environment 
of the Marriott Center, which has and always will be one of the premier places in college basketball to play. Uh, there's It doesn't get any better. And quickly, uh, last question, uh, the Rocks switches to the other side? No, the Rock stays place. They stay. They stay. The Rock is Will the visitors go that solid. way in the second half still when the yeah. court is flipped? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll make sure that uh, we don't know how it's all going to play out, but we're going to make sure that we accommodate the students. We want to make sure that they – they continue to have a big impact on what I happens. I just want to see floor. a big Brian Santiago face back there in, <laughs> in the rock. I, I don't need to see that. <laughs> but Do you mind to, signing our flag before I'd, you go? I'd love to sign the flag. Right. Yep. All right, sure. Brian, great to have you with us on the show. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Brian. With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU's 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation, and welcome to the club. We continue... Our big name interviews next with Mike Littlewood. Baseball about to get underway. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Studio B. Don't forget to download the BYU Sports Nation podcast on iTunes like Earl Carr did at Blue Zone Cougar. He said this yesterday. I just subscribed to the BYU Sports Nation podcast on iTunes. Now I will never miss a show. Spencer and Jerem, hashtag Go Cooks. It's true. It's free. We take out the commercials. You can listen to it on 2X or 1.5X if that's your thing, and that's my thing. It's awesome. Check it out. Free our, on iTunes. Our Twitter question today, who benefits most from the Marriott Center upgrades and annex? BYU players, fans, Dave Rose, use the hashtag BYUSN. Who benefits the most from 70-degree weather, almost, in early February? That would be BYU baseball, led by head baseball coach Mike Littlewood, who is once again with us in studio. Coach, welcome back. Yeah, great to be here, guys. You're working on your tan. You're looking, you're looking fresh, man. <laughs> yeah. the, the neck up is I looking told you really that, Yeah, I told you, neck to the top of the hat, is, is, or the brim of the hat's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's been amazing weather. If it was like this consistently, you could actually schedule home games, but instead yeah. you have to go out on the road to start the season for like a year. This has been unbelievable. Um, last year, I think we played 25 out of our first 29 on the road. This year it's probably not much different, but we do have a couple home series early March. But uh, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that the snow – we might not have, have a drink of water in the winter but <laughs> Seriously. or in the summer, but we'll be able to practice and, and play baseball this spring, and that's what's important, right? So uh, it's all good. You've raised your Twitter game. And this, <laughs> I, we noticed this – Baseball yeah. coach. So the letter Y. Go follow Mike Littlewood on Twitter at Y Baseball Coach. Uh, you were tweeting out updates uh, from the, well, from the scrimmages, or you or were you? Yeah. We were eyeing you. We're like, where is this phone? We showed up for like <laughs> an, two innings to watch. Yeah, like, he's not on his phone. Mason Marshall. I gave Mason Marshall and Colton Mahoney, uh, mm. pretty clever kids, and they did a great job on Twitter. And wow, you gave it, Colton access? I did. You know, I I didn't. That was uh, <laughs> out of my reach. I Mason gave it to, to Colton, but those guys, it, the the parents were so appreciative because otherwise they can't. There's no way they could follow a scrimmage at this point, um, unless we got a video feed and, and did something like that, which we would love to do at some point. But I got so many just emails back, thanks for sending a couple pictures and stuff. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, people love it on social yeah. media, absolutely. The season begins this week. It begins Friday. Uh, you play Santa Barbara in Santa Barbara. They're ranked 16th, four games, then 19th-ranked Nebraska. So you started the season off with some cupcakes. Yeah, you know, I told Trent Pratt, my assistant who does our scheduling, you're tra- trying to schedule us right out of a job pretty quick in the first couple of years. <laughs> But, uh, you know, our philosophy in scheduling is we want to play these, these type of guys. And uh, if we can't beat them, we need to put together a team that can beat them. And uh, just consistently, we want to be uh, ranked in the top 25. I mean, that's our goal. We want to get to a regional every year. Uh, and we're fighting every single day for those recruits that are going to be able to do that for us. But, you know, why play teams that you're going to go beat, give you a false sense of confidence, and when you hit the, a tough West Coast Conference schedule, 
you're overmatched. Um, it's going to be the opposite. We're playing as good a team as we'll play all year in the first two or three weeks. You went through some growing pains last year, had some injuries as well, but now you get a guy like Tanner Chauncey back from his mission. Colton Mahoney's pitching really well at the top of his game, and he's got a lot of buzz. Yeah. You bring in Colton Shaver. What do you like most about this roster and your chances of making some noise in, in conference this year? Believe it or not, it's going to be a, an answer that you guys would think is out of left field, but the camaraderie on the team. We don't have team We've captains. We've never heard that answer before. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, you know, talent's good, and, and that's all good, but um, we have 25 leaders on this team that could be captains, so we didn't, we didn't choose team captains, and everybody pulls for each other. Uh, it's like, it's like uh, a bunch of brothers out there. They'll fight once in a while, won't get along, but... For the most part, they're they're like-minded and uh, they have a single-minded goal to get to a regional. Um, pitching staff, we love our pitching staff. Uh, we have seven or eight guys that'll sit in the low 90s, a couple good left-handers, uh, a good mix of older guys, uh, seniors down to freshmen that are going to kind of mix in. We're going to have a team that's going to have to offensively grind it out one through nine, but uh, we do have more. I think we'll put together much much better at bats than we did last year and play good defense. I think the whole thing you'll see is is good pitching. Uh, good defense and a team that we we don't want to hurt ourselves. And if we can do that, we'll we'll be in pretty much every game we play this year. And a lot of people say that, um, but when it actually happens, it really does make a difference. And hopefully, yeah. that's the case. Who who are some newcomers to the team? And Spencer mentioned a couple guys that people should get excited about. Yeah, I think uh, a guy that uh, that really surprised us a little bit in the fall was Brian Sue, the last name H S U, um, out of the Bay Area, six two, one eighty five can play any one of the infield positions, really slick fielding infielder. We're probably going to hit him nine to start our uh, to start the, the year. And I think down the road, like next year, he could be a two-hitter for us and maybe a three-hitter at some point. But, uh, man, he can he can field it. And I don't know if you guys had a chance to see him field any ground balls, but he he's pretty slick. Uh, Colton Shaver, as you mentioned, a newcomer, is going to start the season game one as a DH. He won't be there the, the entire time, could play a little first base. Uh, but Mason Marshall, he's not a newcomer, but he's back mm-hmm. off his mission right now and it's funny to see a little guy that's like 5'9", five, 5'10", five, out there that uh, can throw four pitches for strikes, and, and then all of a sudden you see curveball, 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 and he runs a 90-mile-an-hour fastball by a <laughs> very, very impressive. But I also love James Langle, what he's doing. Uh, Mike Rucker, who redshirted for us last year from Gonzaga. All those guys sit in the low 90s, and they can really pitch with some experience. Um, so it's good. And Maverick Buffalo, you, you mentioned newcomer. From Spanish Fork High School, and that's Brad- a great name. And yeah, it's a big league name, isn't it, Mav? Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Brady Corliss, who transferred from Salt Lake, another Spanish Fork guy on the on the mound for us. Well, just looking at that defense, you know, as we were watching some of the scrimmage, I thought, man, there there is a lot of talent out there. Dylan Robinson was over mm-hmm. at first base. Over first, Peyton yeah. Nielsen, uh, who you've called, if maybe the best defensive shortstop in the West Coast Conference, one, one of the best in the West. Where then, do you put Tanner Chauncey, by the way? Yeah, so put, where does Tanner you Chauncey put Hayden go? put at shortstop? Yeah, yeah Tanner, Tanner had a little bit of a shoulder injury in the fall, and so to his throwing shoulder, and so we moved him over to second base to try to take a little bit of pressure off that throwing shoulder day in and day out. And you look at Hayden, I mean, he's had, I don't know the exact stats, but I bet you it's under 15 errors at shortstop the last two years, hmm. and he plays every single game. He may not have the range that, that some other guys do, but if it's hit to him, he's going to make the play. That's... As a as a head coach, that's all you can ask as a shortstop. I mean, if you see a ground ball there and you go, "Oh, okay, good," instead of "Uh oh, keep your fingers crossed." <laughs> Please um, that's get a, the that's ball. That's a good thing. Yeah. So that really, we have two shortstops playing second short for us, and they're really interchangeable. And we have a kid named Paxton Larson who's a, a freshman out of McKinney Boyd, out of Texas, who will leave on his mission after this year. But we feel comfortable putting him in either one of those spots as well. 
We're looking forward to the baseball season very much. Yeah. Also, the new It'll uniform awesome. combos, <laughs> yeah. the anthracite hats that you yeah. tweeted out. Yeah, you'll love them. Which, I mean... If you want to bring one of those by the set. Or two? Come hey, on, man. <laughs> my bad. I was going to text your sizes before I came in. I just got a little bit busy, but I'll, I'll bring them up. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'll get your sizes and bring them up. I love that we just beg for Wait till you, you see the, royal Wait till you see the uniform, the anthracite. It's an entire uniform, so it'll Ooh. be. And we are going royal. Okay. Yeah, we'll have a royal right. option. So you yeah. have two alternates? So we have, uh, and this year we have we have a royal alternate and then uh, anthracite, and then we have a throwback. And I got the idea from walking down the Ooh. hallway, seeing like a 1950s, it's like a cream color, looks like the old wool. And it's just just like the the thing I'm seeing in the in the trophy awesome. case down there. That's it's fantastic. pretty awesome for a home uniform. Coach, great to have you with us. Good luck as you open the season at UCSB this weekend. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. Mike Littlewood bringing it on BYU Figure Sports Nation. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap things up next. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. BYU Hoops announced renovations to the Marriott Center. The lower bowl will be all blue padded seats. And capacity will go down to 19,000, as well as new video boards. It's going to be great. These renovations will be done in August. BYU also announced a new practice facility called the Marriott Center Annex, or as we call it, the YMCA. It'll be finished (laughs) fall 2016. 38,000. Golf. Junior Leah Garner took first place in the... Gold Rush Tournament, shooting an even par, helping BYU tie with UC Riverside for an overall third place in the tourney. Football! Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 206. We're nearing sub-200. That's crazy. It's February 11th. (laughs) That was for at Hobosita, by the way. The countdown every day. It's basically just for her. She loves it more than any other person that I know. (laughs) <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. And it goes to BYU basketball. Everybody associated with making those announcements happen yesterday. Fantastic stuff. <clears throat> Thanks to Dave Rose, Brian Santiago, Mike Littlewood, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. How loaded was that show? Man. That was fun. It's on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN and BYUSportsNation.com. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Craig Jorgensen. BYU Sports Nation, back to work tomorrow.